Uh, we have eight people in the band. Consists of two trombones, two trumpets, a saxophone, a sousaphone, snare drum, and bass drum. Members are Philip Frazier, founding member, plays the sousaphone. Uh, AJ Mallard plays snare drum. Myself, Keith Frazier on bass drum. Chadra Honore on trumpet. Glenn Hall on trumpet. On sax, we have Vincent Broussard. And on trombones, we have Mr. Greg Reveals and Mr. Zapper AG. Uh, Sunday, we're going to be a very uh, exciting show. The type of music that we play is it's, it's like jazz, but it's the kind of jazz that you dance to in the Walls <laughs> tradition. And it should be very exciting. And we're looking forward to getting everyone up dancing out of their seats. We know it's kind of like a traditional jazz club, but we encourage people to get up and move around and have a great time. <laughs> So you were one of the founding members as well with your brother, right? Correct. And you guys started uh, playing together in some version of Rebirth when you were pretty young. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, back in 1983, my brother Philip Frazier, who pretty much founded the band, he was in high school, and a, a band parent asked him to put, a, put together a group of guys to come play for like a Toastmaster convention at the Sheraton Hotel. So he put a couple of guys together, they went down to play, but they were serving alcohol at the hotel the night. And so they said, well, we can't let you guys play because you're underage for serving alcohol. So he said, hey, man, since we can't play, let's walk down to Bourbon Street, play for, play for some tips. They went down and played for tips, kind of like busking. Yeah, and uh, the guy said, "This is a great idea. We could do this during the course of the summer." That's pretty much how the band got started, and you know, and then he was like, "Hey, we need somebody to play the bass drum." The guy was playing at the time. He had to work that summer, so my brother said, "Hey, my brother Keith plays drum. I think he could do it." And I got in the band, and at the time, the band was called the Group, just like a group of guys. So we called the band the Group, and we changed the name to Rebirth. And here we are, 35 years later. <laughs> little bit about the bass drum and the role of the bass drum in in this brass band because of course you you guys are from New Orleans and it's it's a very special type of music uh, a special type of instrumentation talk to me a little bit about your role as bass drummer and uh, you know how you're split off from the snare drum and the, and the like so talk a little bit about that yeah well the role of the bass drum in a brass band is a little different than any other band you know, I'm kind of standing up holding the drum as if I'm in a marching band, but my role isn't isn't just to keep the time. I'm kind of like playing, uh, we call them polyrhythms. It's like uh, rhythms that you hear in Zydeco or Caribbean music. And so it's, it's a moving kind of a rhythm. It's not just a straight beat. Mm-hmm. So you have to kind of pay attention to what's going on uh, with the tuba, because the tuba and the bass drum are kind of like the rhythm section. And the snare drum is kind of like in between that. So it's a very unique type of role that the bass drum plays. Like I said, it's not just a straight beat, but you're playing different rhythms, various rhythms that you may hear in the Caribbean, Africa, throughout the United States. So, you know, you have to be aware of what's going on with the tuba more than what's going on with the horns over the vocal part of the band. We call it the trumpets and the saxophone. Okay. So you have to be very in tune to, you know, different things that the tuba may do. Cause the tuba is not just a straight line either. You're playing a lot of moving lines of, this we call them walking bass lines. <laughs> 
Tell me the screwdriver story. Well, the screwdriver um, on a symbol it came about because one night we were playing locally in New Orleans at a place we play every Tuesday night called the Maple Leaf. Um, and the thing I was using for the symbol was like a bit of hanger, wire hanger. And I would bend it into a circle and make it like a little instrument to play the symbol with. But that particular night, I left it. Mm-hmm. So I said, hey, man, I need something to play the symbol with. So one of the guys in the band, the guy who used to be in, these under, in the band in the long list, Derek Shazzy, he said, hey, look, I have a screwdriver in my car. Let's try that. So I said, I don't know if it's going to work. might, you know, bend up the symbol too much. So I tried it, and we liked the sound of it because the sound of the tin, the metal on the metal, makes a very distinctive sound. And you, can hear, you don't have to use a mic, and you can hear it over everything. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of like to stay with it, and I figured a flathead would be better than a fillet because the fillet was a little too thick, but a flathead is just thin enough. And you get like a six-inch flat, and it works out perfectly. That's pretty much how it all got started. Jazz is just such a wonderful place, I think, now in 2018. I, I love all the crossover that's happening in jazz. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's always been a very evolving art form ever since the, the beginning days. So tell me a little bit about how Rebirth has evolved since 1983 and how you've maybe changed your music uh, as as the art form itself has changed over the years? Right, well, we've evolved in a lot of different ways. Uh, in 1983, our music was just basically uh, traditional music. That's the music that we heard from older brass bands, uh, music that we got out of the, the gospel hymn books. And as we got older, we started to incorporate music that we liked as young guys, you know, like hip-hop, reggae, uh, salsa music, into our repertoire of songs. And so we continue to evolve that, and then... You know, we uh, decided, you know what, we need a woodwind in, in a band. And so we got a, we used to have a clarinet player, but the clarinet uh, was a little too soft to be over, be heard over the brass instruments. Sure. So we saw other bands getting a saxophone. We said, okay, maybe we need a tenor. So we decided we need to get a tenor. So the sound evolved as well. And we also did something that a lot of bands don't do in terms of setting up. Um, instead of having two light horns next to each other, we would split the horns put one trombone on one side and another trombone on the other side, put the trumpets in the middle so that the sound would be even on each side. And it gives it a very different sound. Because if you come into as you see a lot of brass bands, they always put the horns that are like together. We separate them so we could have equal sound on both sides. So no matter where you're sitting, you'll, you'll hear the same thing on both sides. So that we've evolved that way. And we've also evolved in terms of the different music that we've tried to incorporate. Like I said, we, the beginning was just hip-hop and reggae. Now we'll try country and western. We'll try some Mozart. We'll try just about anything because the instrumentation, you can kind of play anything. Well, Keith, what a pleasure to speak with you. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you get back to your day today? Uh, I'd just like to tell everyone to come check out the shows. Um, it's going to be great. It's gonna, like I said, it's not sit-down shows. So if you want to sit down and listen, you can. If you want to get up and dance, by all means, we encourage you to get up and dance and have like a New Orleans party. You know, and it's, it's a traditional jazz club, but... The setting, they don't move when we play there, they allow people to get up and dance, so it should be great. So come on out and check it out.